Welcome to the Credit Repair Show. I'm your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, coming to you with another podcast on the credit repair process. And once again, I want to thank all of you guys who have been subscribing to my podcast, who have been following me, who have been connecting with me on my Instagram and my Facebook. I truly, truly want to thank you guys for that. Today, we're going to be talking about debt collection. What is a debt collection letter? That's what we're going to be talking about in this uh, episode on today. But before we get into that, I want to say I have reached 1,000 downloads. I'm actually over 1,000 downloads, and I've been able to accomplish that in less than two months. Now, to me, that's exciting because I started this podcast without anybody even knowing who I am, right? I'm not one of the popular people, celebrities, or anything like that, but I figured if I just put out some great content that people can use, make it simple, so that they can understand it, that I felt that I can grab an audience. And thanks to you guys, you have allowed me to accomplish that. 1,000 downloads in less than two months. So I really want to thank you guys, really, truly. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have been able to uh, uh, bring you these uh, uh the content that'll bring you guys when it comes to credit repair. Now, I know that a lot of people struggle with their credit. And so I'm just trying to give you guys some information to help you, you know, get over the hump. Because you know what I always say, you do not have to live with bad credit. There is something you can absolutely do about it. And if you're listening to all of my episodes and uh, and if you're following the content that I'm giving you guys, then I believe you can at le- use at least build on what I'm giving you. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm, able, I'm not able to give you the whole game, you know, not all at one time I'm trying to give it to you in pieces, but again, I'm giving you enough to where I'm setting the foundation. You just have to build upon that. Use the information that I'm giving you, study it some more, research it some more, build on top of that, use that to improve your credit. And I guarantee you, if you do it and you stick with it, you'll see your credit turn around for the better, right? Because I always tell people, if your credit is messed up, you didn't mess it up overnight, and so you're not going to fix it overnight. So, But with time and patience, you can get it done. And that's what this episode is about. So again, if you know anybody that can benefit from uh, the content that I'm giving on credit repair, please tell them about the credit repair show that they can watch on any platform or listen to on any platform that's out there. And of course, if you want to support me, you can go into the subscription or description of any one of my podcasts, and it'll tell you how you can support me with a small donation. That's if you want to do that. But it also tell you how you can connect with me through my uh, Instagram, through uh, my Facebook group, or my Facebook personal page, however you want to connect with me to get even more information, you can find it in any one of the descriptions of any one of the podcast shows that you listen to, all right? So I just want to put that out there because I'm so excited about what we're doing and the fact that you guys are encouraging me to give you more and more information just by your response and downloads of my show. 
and how you're responding back by telling me you are enjoying it. And sometimes you guys tell me what you want me to talk about. And that's uh, uh, what we lock in and make sure you give you the content that you want to know about. So again, this episode is about what is a debt collection letter or a debt letter or a collection letter, no matter what term you use it, it's all the same thing. Now, people, I'm sure half of Americans, if not more, have at one time received a collection letter from a debt collector. And typically, we want to look over that. So I have an example of a debt collection letter that I just want to go over with with you guys. There's two things that must be in every debt collection letter when a creditor first reach out to you, the first time they ever send you a collection letter, there is two things in there that has to be said. Otherwise, they're violating your rights. They're violating uh, the Fair Credit Reporting Act. I'm sorry, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act laws. Right. So we're going to get into that. But those debt collection letters, I'm telling you, they can be the most aggravating things because it pops up out of nowhere and it may be three years old. The debt may be five years old, maybe six months old. It may be a year old, but it always pop up at the wrong time. And again, most of you guys know just by looking at the letter, the outside of the envelope, that it's a collection letter. And a lot of you guys just rip them up and throw them away because you say, I'm not paying that. But what if I tell you that you can get them to pay you? That's right. You can get those creditors who are sending you debt collection letters to pay you up to $1,000. And it's called them, well, I'm calling it them violating your rights or them putting things in the letter they're not supposed to and things that they are, are admitting, admit, those things they're not putting in there that they supposed to put in there becomes a violation of your rights. Now I'm telling you this from example, you guys know I have a law firm that works with my company and we look at these debt collection letters and they sue them all the time. Now, not every collection letter is a violation, but the majority of them are. And when they are, and you can get in touch with a consumer attorney and they can flip that thing on them. And now not only do they have to get rid of the debt, but now they got to pay you for violating your rights or violating uh, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Did you know that? We have gotten so many of our clients checks for $1,000, $500, $300, $600, just based off of these collection letters. And I'll say to you, if you guys got any collection letters that's less than a year old and you want to send them to me and I can let my attorneys look over them and they'll do it for free and see if there's a violation. And if there is, we will definitely get you some money back. All you have to do is submit those letters. You can email them to me at creditrepair64 at gmail.com creditrepair64 at gmail.com. Again, you can find my email inside of the description of any one of these podcasts. All right. And you can send them to me as many as you want for free. 
We will allow our attorney to look over them. And if we find any violation, we will get you some money back. That's my promise to you. And all you got to do is submit the letters to me for free. Just submit copies of them. Because out of every 10 that we get, at least five of them have a violation on it. At least five of them have a violation on them. So think about it. If you have collection letters that's sitting in your home, sitting on your kitchen table, and they're less than a year old, then you need to get them together, scan them to me, send them to my email, creditrepair64, that's the number six and the number four at gmail.com, and just leave your name. Well, I guess your name would be everything in the letter, uh, an email. And we will definitely have our attorneys look over them. There's no harm to you. There's no money out of your pocket. We will do that part for free. All right? So I just want you guys to know that. I just want to give you that uh, so you know that, listen, we're in this to help you, give you education, and then if we can get you some money back, we want to be able to do that as well. So whenever you're listening to this uh, podcast, submit those collection letters. I'm always available to, to receive them and turn them over to our attorney. Now we're going to come back. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to go over an example of a debt collection letter. And we're going to talk about at least the two things that's supposed to be in every debt collection letter. When a creditor first reach out to you, uh, claiming that you owe them a debt. So when they send you that letter the very first time, there's two things that got to be in there. And if it's not in there, it's a violation of your rights. All right? So we're going to come right back after this break and talk about that. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. As we were talking about debt collection letters, let's get into it right now because everybody, again, I believe has received at one time or another received a debt collection letter. I know I used to receive them all the time, particularly when I didn't know anything about credit or credit repair or understanding my credit report or my credit score, you know, because I was never educated about that. You heard my story. And if you didn't, I think I'm going to do something about my rise into this business. But I've been able to understand how that process works. And again, let me say this. I didn't say this uh, earlier in the podcast, uh, but I like to make it known that uh, I am not a lawyer. So I don't give out legal advice. I don't give out legal advice. All the information that you receive in any one of my podcasts is for educational purposes only. If you need legal advice, I'm going to refer you to seek out a consumer lawyer for legal advice in this business. All right. So I always want to make that clear. All right. So uh, again, a debt collection letter the famously debt collection letters that they send you. So when a creditor buys your debt, typically this happens when a creditor like a portfolio recovery or LVNV funding or Midland management or diversified and many, many first financial access management. I mean, I can go on and on naming some of these debt collection uh, companies, but when they first purchase your debt, typically they're going to do one of two things when they get around to it, because they may not reach out to you for months, 
before they actually reach, you know, connect with you. But when they do, they're going to either do it by a phone call, which we've talked about that in one of our earlier podcasts, what to do when a debt collector calls you, or they're going to send you a letter, which is known as a debt collection letter. And in that letter, the law says they got to tell you who they are, um, what account that they're referring to, who's the original creditor, and how much you owe, and things like that. They have to put that in there. But there's two other things in there that they have to put in there that, if they don't, can become a violation of the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, which governs how debt collectors uh, interact with consumers. All right. So let's just read. I just have one here uh, as an example. And it says the account listed above. And you may be used to seeing this language or reading this language uh, if you look at your debt collection letters. But it says the account listed above has been assigned to and then it names the name of the company, which I'm not going to do. And it says a collection agency. The name of the company is, is a collection agency for Again, they name the company, they name the original creditor, and then they say, please contact our office at, and they give the number, to discuss resolution of this account, or visit our website at, and they give the website, uh, to negotiate a payment arrangement and or to make a payment. Please see the payment options area below for payment by internet instructions. Now, most, if not predominantly, 99% of the collection letters that you get is going to have that top information there. Right? They may have some other languages there, but it's basically going to say that, you know, this account has been uh, assigned to or purchased by or given to our company, the name of the debt collector. And they're going to tell you what's given to us by, and they're going to tell you the, who the original creditor was. And then they're going to say, please call our office, you know, so get in contact with us so we can discuss this matter. And most of them now say, or oh, you can go to our website uh, and, and make payments, things like that. All right. And so that, remember that the language in these letters is what get a lot of these debt collectors in trouble. All right. Just remember that a lot of the languages. So the law says there are two things that has to be in every one of these letters. The first thing they have to, they have to be in every, I don't care whatever else they say in the letter, they have to put in these two things. I'm talking about when a debt collector first reach out to you after they have purchased your debt, right? And here's the first thing that have to be in there. It says, unless you notify this office within 30 days after receiving this notice that you dispute the, you dispute the validity of this debt, or any portion thereof, this office will assume this debt is valid. And then it goes on to say, if you notify this office in writing within 30 days from receiving this notice that you dispute the validity of this debt or any portion thereof, this office will obtain verification of the debt or obtain a copy of a judgment and mail you a copy of such judgment or verification. If you request this office in writing within 30 days after receiving this notice, this office will provide you with the name and address of the original creditor, if different from the current creditor. So that has to be in every collection letter when now listen to me carefully when a when a debt collector first reach out to you 
And the reason why I'm saying that, that has to be in there because typically when you respond to that, they may reach out to you again and answer to your response and they may not necessarily have all that language in there. They're going to have a short version of it, which is the second part of what I'm going to read. This is the other thing that they have to put in there. All right. It says, again, it has to be in every letter. This is an attempt to collect a debt and any information obtained will be used for that purpose. This communication is from a debt collector. That, if you don't see that, when a debt collector reaches out to you about a debt, when they're inquiring for you to pay a debt, that's a violation of the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. If you don't see that these words, this is an attempt to collect a debt and any information obtained will be used for that purpose. This communication is from a debt collector. If that's not in there, they have just violated your well, violated the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Because that language has to be there. Or when you first receive this letter from a debt collector, they have to say, unless you notify this office within 30 days and all the stuff that proceeds after that, that language has to be in there. Now, you will be surprised how many times we find that that language is not in there. And guess what? We sue them. And guess what you can do? You can sue them as well. You can connect with a consumer attorney, show them the letter. And if they'll know, a consumer, now not any attorney, a consumer attorney, an attorney that deals with consumer debt. That's who you have to go to because they specialize in consumer debt. A consumer lawyer, I want you to get that. I want you to go to a divorce lawyer. I don't want you to go to a mortgage lawyer. I don't want you to go to an injury lawyer. You got to go to a consumer lawyer or consumer lawyer, law firm or whatever because they will know this language. So a debt collection letter has to have that in there. If it's not in there, that's a violation of your right. So again, they have to say these two things. The first one, I'll read it again. Unless you notify this office within 30 days after receiving this notice that you dispute the validity of this debt or any portion thereof, this office will assume that this debt is valid. If you notify the office in writing at, within 30 days from receiving the notice that you dispute the validity of the debt or any portion thereof, this office will obtain a verification of the debt or obtain a copy of a judgment and mail you a copy of such judgment or verification. If you request this office in writing within 30 days after receiving this notice, this office will provide you with the name and address of the original creditor if it's different from the current credit that language has to be in there somewhere in that letter front page or back page it has to be there and then the second part of what needs to be in there okay whatever else they say you got to see these two things in there and the other part is this is an attempt to collect a debt and any information obtained will be used for that purpose this communication is from a debt collector if you don't see that in there they have violated the fair debt collection practices act and they can be sued for that. All right. So I just want to give you, because uh, I'm going to come back and actually do another podcast. And we're going to kind of break that down about 30 days of uh, verification, validity, and then responding. But right now, I just want to talk about what is a debt collection letter and what needs to be in it. So they can have all these other things, say all these other things, but if they don't say those two things. 
they have already violated the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, which means that you can sue them. And typically when you sue them with a consumer lawyer, they will not only have to get rid of the debt, meaning they can't go after you for the debt, but they have to gonna, they're going to have to pay you for sending a, you a letter that was in direct violation of the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. You get it? So again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another podcast of the Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. Again, if you have any debt collection letters sitting on your kitchen table, on your dresser, uh, wherever it may be, and it's less than a year old, matter of fact, just send me everything you got. I'll go through it. If you're not sure, send me everything you got. Send it to my email address at creditrepair64 at gmail.com, or you can find that email in the description of any one of my podcasts, all right, Uh, under the description of the podcast, and I will send these debt collectors over, collection letters over to my attorney. They will review it for free. We, We will not charge you anything. If they find a violation, they will actually file the lawsuit on your behalf. We will keep in touch with you about that and let you know. So you have nothing to lose. If it's no violation, no harm, no foul. There is a violation. We're not only going to make them get rid of the debt, but we're going to have them pay you for violating the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. So it's up to you. I can't make you send the letters, but it's totally up to you. You have been listening to the Credit Repair show with your host, the credit doctor. Remember to stay blessed. Always stay in a in a position of being blessed. But what I say is even more important is that you are a blessing. And with that, have a blessed day.